Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's going to be episode 27 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. And today, what I'm going to be talking about is how do you make people feel? Again, let me say that. How do you make people feel? And I'm going to go into a deep dive into breaking down what that means and really shaping and trying to get down to the heart of why that's the most important thing in your interactions with people and not necessarily what you do with do for them or do with them, but it's how you make them feel. So again, before I jump in to that, always, as always, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, and leave a cool comment. And if you sign up for my email newsletter, you'll be eligible for a $100 Amazon gift card every week. But you gotta sign up for the email newsletter. Okay, now let's jump on in. So. What do I mean by how do you make people feel? And in light of what has been going on recently with the virus outbreak and everything, whether whatever you think about that, one thing I've just been thinking a lot more and had more time to read and catch up on some stuff um, for brain food. And I've really been thinking about this idea of how do you make people feel? And particularly with the limited social interaction that is being enforced and encouraged right now, it's important to understand how imperative communicating with others is. And this is going to be a business principle, but also a life principle. So what do I mean when I say it's not what you do for people, it's how you make them feel. So everything that humans do is based off emotion. So all the decisions that we do are based off emotion and really decisions are our whole life. We make decisions every single moment. I'm making a decision to do this podcast right now. You're making a decision to listen to it. You made a decision to get out of bed this morning. You made a decision on what food you were going to eat. Everything is decisions. And when you realize that everything is decisions, you realize that for the most part, all of those decisions are emotional. I would argue that 100% are although some are probably a little bit more rational and logical. And as much as I would like that, like for that to be the case, our emotions at any given time are going to dictate the state that we're in and they're going to affect those decisions that we make. And so when you understand that decisions are emotional, you understand that if you're in a position where you're trying to influence someone to make decisions, and maybe it's even for their benefit, hopefully it is for their benefit, especially if you're doing something like sales or you're running a business or something like that. It's important that you're providing value to someone for their benefit. Ultimately, you are trying to extract money from that person. So their money is their hard-earned time, work, everything that they've done in their life. And so when you're doing a value exchange, you want to make sure that you're creating something that is impactful and valuable enough to them for them to give you all of that money, which represents the time and work that they've spent in their life. So they have an attachment in that. So ultimately, you want to create something that's so valuable for them that they feel comfortable parting with that that they've worked really hard for. And the part that I think a lot of people don't realize is that decision of them parting with their money is emotional. And when you realize that, it becomes a lot easier to dial in your marketing, to dial in your customer communication, your customer satisfaction, how you interact with customer, how you handle the customer, how you deliver service to the customer, because you understand that you're making more of an appeal to their emotional side. 
So not necessarily their logic and reason side. So, and this is how more how my brain works as much as I want to say, well, this is so much better for you. Why wouldn't you spend the money to invest in that? Or why wouldn't you invest money into this? It'll make your life better when you look at it from a utilitarian standpoint that you're getting more utility out of it. But that's not the case because everybody's going to make decisions based on emotion. And I don't care if you're the most scientific brain person or you're the most free spirited person. Everything is still going to come down to emotion because you make decisions at any given time based on how you feel and what your emotional state is at that time. And if your emotional state hasn't been primed and isn't comfortable with the fact that you're exchanging money with someone, then you're not going to do it. And this can go down from as small as to a candy bar in the store to selling something that's a hundred thousand, a million dollars to somebody. It's the emotional connection. Think about when you buy your favorite, for me, it would be protein powder. That's one thing that I buy that to me is like a little treat. And think about, you know, I look at all the different protein powders that I've tried. And I look at the ones that I keep coming back, that I keep coming back to. And lately, this has been this company called True Nutrition. And I think, well, why do I have so much more of an attachment to buying their products? And I look back and as much as it makes sense to me, it ends up being about the same price as everything else, just because that's a commodity good. And everything is about the same taste. And it's the emotional attachment. It's the emotional attachment to their branding how they make you feel, how they ship their packages and everything. And they appeal better than other companies to at least my type of emotions when I'm making a decision. So again, where does this not get too far off track here? Why does that matter? Well, it matters because success is how they made me feel. It isn't they had the best formulation, although it's pretty good and there's probably better out there, but for me, it has everything I like. And it isn't necessarily what it is. Again, not the formulation or whatever. It's how they made me feel. So it was everything that they packaged it, how they handled the whole distribution process, how their website was intuitive, easy to use and everything. So it goes again, not what they did, how they made me feel. Think about this in your personal life. So in relationships that you have with people, and I'm very guilty of this myself, of not being as conscious of this. But try to sit back and be a third party and understand how do you make people feel in situations. I know sometimes I can be a little brash and abrasive and very blunt and to the point. And the cool thing about people is you have thousands of different types of personalities and they're all going to respond. And some people will like you and some people won't like you. And that's okay. But try to understand, for the most part, how people are going to see you. Because that's going to be able, for you, what that's going to help with is understanding how you fit into the dynamic, whether it's a team that you're working on, or friends that you have, and mutual friends that you have with other people. If you can understand how those people see you, you can become a better version of yourself that you're more comfortable with, and understand and have feedback with those people in a way that is more comfortable for you and you're not always second guessing yourself and worrying if people like you or don't like you and that doesn't become a thing because you have a better understanding of 
how people see you. And I'm not saying this by any means I'm perfect. This is something that I'm actually trying to actively work on myself. But if you break it down to that level and understand that every person that you come into contact with, you're going to make a, make them feel a certain way. So are you going to make them feel positive about you and get a warm feeling inside? Are they going to think you were quiet and shy? Nice, but didn't really have anything to say. Are they going to think that you were awkward? Are they going to think that you were rude? Are they going to think that you were mean? So again, you could be doing the best job in the world for someone, but if you don't make them feel right, they're not going to want to be around you. And again, this goes into business and life as well. So if there's people that you want to network with or have relationships with or be friends with, it's not you're not going to do that if they don't feel cool around you. So I think a lot of this goes back to the inner work of evaluating within yourself, how do others see me in relation to them and what do I do with them and how do I make them feel? So think about how you make other people feel when you're around them. And I know for me, my goal is to make people feel that I have genuine curiosity about what they do. And I, I want to have that. I think earlier in the earlier parts of my life, I wouldn't have ever said something like that because I think I would just be thinking of trying to get ahead for myself. But when you realize the true path to success is actually caring about people, and then you're going to feel better when you genuinely care about people and want to know about them and want to see their perspective on things. And when you think about it, that you actually benefit from that. So you're not just serving people for the sake of serving them. You're serving them. And in reciprocation, getting back all this feedback and everything that you're learning the perspective of someone and that can shape your perspective on the world and that can shape how you see the world and how you contribute and everything. So don't think about things in terms of what can you get from people. Think about what can you give. And I know I've talked about that in the past before, but um, people will genuinely be able to tell. And this is what it goes back to when I talk about how do you make people feel People will genuinely be able to tell whether you're curious in them and they're interested in helping them or whether you're just there for selfish, selfish gain and doing whatever, you know, being there only out for yourself. And whether people even realize it or not, they just get the type of feeling when they're around people, whether they're out for themselves or not. So I also think the, the male brain has a tendency to think more based on value. So looking at something and said, I did, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be male, but looking at male, but looking at something and said, I did X, so I should get Y. I did X for the world, so I should get Y. I did X better, so I should get Y more. However, the world, because everything is gonna be based on emotion and how decisions are made on emotion, isn't necessarily going to reward you for that. It's going to reward you for how you made people feel. So this is why, particularly in business, it's important to understand whether you're dealing with clients, customers, whoever, that you are very, very conscious and it perhaps might even be the most important thing that you're doing and how you make people feel. So do people get a warm feeling around you or do they try to avoid you at all costs? And I think to get into a little bit more of the tactical side of that, how do you make people feel better about you? Well, I said, one, you can be genuinely interested in what they're doing. Two, you can provide 
value to them. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately in terms of creating businesses. And I think a lot of people think of the what. So they think of what business am I going to do? What product am I going to create? What service am I going to create? What business am I going to do better than business A? How can I do that better? And it's not necessarily the what. And it's really more the who. Who can I help? Who can I serve? Who has a problem that they need solved? Because when you do that, your market match is going to be so much more spot on than if you try to come up with a thousand different ideas of what you're going to create and who it's going to be. And not what you're going to create and what all the features are and everything. As opposed to you think about who. Who is, who is in need of help right now? Who is in need of something that can make their lives easier and better? Who is in need of something that can, even if they don't know it or not, change how they operate? And when you focus on that, by default, you're going to make people feel better because you're coming from the understanding that they have a problem and that you're there to help it rather than trying to make something and say, hey, this fits onto you. This can also translate into your personal life. So what, not who. So not what can I buy for people? What can I, you know, what can I get that's material-wise for people? And then focus on the who. So who is that person? Who are they really? Get down to their core nature and understand how they see the world. What experiences they had and what have they gone through that have made them the person that they are today? And when you do that, you're going to understand people on a much more fundamental level and then you're also going to be able to connect with them because they're not going to see this veil of fakeness i get i don't know what the best word with it but just uh you're going to be your authentic self when you really want to learn about other people so that's my thoughts on that and i think again this for in terms of high performance i don't think this could be one of the most important pillars of high performance is really understanding how you make people feel because whatever it is, if you're trying to increase your business, increase your connections with people, whatever it is, you're trying to be a higher performer at, become a better athlete, whatever it is. If you understand how you make people feel, you're going to be able to develop relationships with them that last for a long time and are very fruitful. And the one thing to think about this is if you're an athlete and you're in a position where you're trying to get playing time or the coaches, think about not what you're necessarily doing because you're going to be doing everything you can every day, but how you're making everybody around you feel. So do you make the team better? When you're around, do people say, oh, that's someone that I want to be like in setting an example versus are you a drain on the energy? So this could go across you know, business, sports, whatever it is, but I think about this, it's not necessarily what I've done, but how I make people feel. And that's one of the most, I think, important things and came across that reading a book lately and just really realized, wow, I think if you look at a lot of successful people, it's not necessarily, to some extent, it is what they did, but they got to where they are because of how they made people feel around them. And then to also think about this as your legacy, because one day or you know, whether it's tomorrow or 150, 200 years from now, we're, our physical bodies will pass on and we won't be here anymore. 
and people aren't necessarily going to remember how much money you made, you know, what you built, whatever. The legacy that will endure is how you made people feel around you. And what that does is that's something that goes on for generations and generations to come. Because if you make people, if you create a network of people that you make feel really good because of the value that you provide to them, that's something that they spread to the rest of the world. And not every physical material product and everything like that can necessarily be spread. But the energy that you send out to people and put into them to try to help them, that gets, that's contagious. That's infectious. That's probably not the best thing <laughs> to say right now with all the virus stuff going around. But I think even to look at, you look at the virus to combat all the negativity that's out there. How do you overcome that? Well, you make people feel better and you become infectious with how you treat other people and make them feel better about themselves because it's not going to be anything, especially with a lot of economic uncertainty going around right now. It's not going to be anything that you can buy them. It's going to be how you made them feel. And did they feel better after leaving with you? And what they do, what happens is if you make someone feel better, they're going to want to reciprocate that to other people. And thankfully in my life, I've had amazing family, parents, mentors, and everything in my life that have instilled that into me and makes me want to give back to other people. So remember that if you take away anything from this, remember it's not what you do. It's how you make people feel. And right now that's more important than probably any other time in our lifetimes with everything going around. So I hope you remember that. Hopefully this was helpful. If you get any use out of this, please let me know. And then also if you have any feedback on how I can make this better, please tell me so I can uh, be make this whole thing a uh, better fit and more useful to you. So look forward to seeing you again and talk to you soon. Peace.